This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yelton, we have a podcast. Diving, diving deep. Diving deep into all things Texas. Both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General, Sean McClain. Welcome, welcome to um, so, John, let's get to our stock up, stock down then for this game. We dug into the big picture performance in this game. Obviously, disappointment, missed opportunities. Now let's get a little more specific. And I, we usually do mostly Texans on here, but we want to mix in an Atlanta person or two. There's no rules. It's just me and you here talking, John. So we do four stock up and four stock down uh, to cite the uh, good performances and bad performances uh, in the NFL today. And, John, you, as always, go first. I'm going to start with the group, the run blocking, which was absolutely dreadful. Well, we're going stock up first, John. Oh, stock, stock up. up. That's stock right. Up first, never yeah. mind. Never mind. You scared uh, me for a second when you were doing yeah. stock up. I'm going to start with the run blocking. I'm like, oh, boy. I'm going to start with the pass protection. Not okay. only did C.J. Stroud not get sacked for the third game in a row, and that's the first time in Texans history the quarterback has gone three games in a row without getting sacked, and he only got hit twice. And so the pass protection with Laramie Tunsil return at left tackle, Titus Howard being placed at left guard was very, very good. But the problem was they played a lot of two-deep coverage and they couldn't throw the ball down the field. And uh, then when you lose Tank Dell and then they had taken Nico Collins out of the game, it was hard for him to throw the ball, so utilized Dalton Schultz. But the tackle, the pass protection was exemplary. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was really, really good. Um, it's disappointing they weren't able to run the football a little bit better. I'm anxious to go back and watch and see how Titus Howard played at left guard. John, do you think that this is – I mean, look, they. I'm trying to think of who they get back on the offensive line. And Josh Jones didn't play today. He was on the inactive list. So he's still presumably maybe injured but not injured enough to put on injured reserve. So he, I would imagine, will be back soon. 
Is there anything that you see that would lead them to going with different combinations of offensive line or for the first time this year against New Orleans, do you think we see the same five guys out there? Because it sounds like they came out of this game healthy at least. I'm not going to tell you until we get to our stock down. Well, there you go. All right. I like that, John. Leave a, leave a little bit on the plate for the stock down buffet. Gladly. I will let you do that. Okay. Sounds good. Um, my, I'm, You know who I'm going with the stock up, John? And you just kind of, you made me think of this just now. I'm going to go Tank Dell, and here's why. Um, first of all, when he was in there, he he made a couple catches, including the catch that really kind of gave them the chunk play that they needed to get those three points before the half. It was a great catch. Unfortunately, that was a play that, that he got hurt on. I I think we got a taste, John, in the second half of this football game as to just how important Tank Dell is to this offense. He he is somebody whose skill set he's got a he's he's got a, a definite ability to make catches in the medium part of the field, you know, kind of the short to intermediate part of the field, catch and run. But he'd been a big deep threat for this team too, or at least you know the, he cashing in in the Jacksonville game. But at least the threat of Tank Dell down the field. I think some of the def- some of the offense getting into the muck that it got into, other than the last drive of the game, where they really leaned heavily on Damian Pierce on that last drive of the game. Um, I think a lot of their inability to get things done had to do with Tank Dell not being there to kind of clear out that middle part of the field for um, for Nico Collins and 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 Robert Wood. So it's really to me, it's it's pretty remarkable. We're talking about a third round rookie who doesn't fit the NFL prototype in any way, shape, or form. He's small, really small. Um, but I, I think, I think he's become kind of a a very, very key part of this offense early in the season. And oddly enough, that was on display in not having him out there in the second half of this football game. So I'm going to give him a stock up right now, uh, for how the Texans played without him on Sunday. Now it's going to be bad because he's not going to play against the saints. And that's going to change the strategy. Why do you say that, John? Why do you say every time they lose a guy to concussion, he never comes back the next game. Eric Murray came back the next game. Did he? Yep. Okay. Well, yep. I'm going to say he's not coming back. Okay. And no, I, and I'm with you. I, they never come back in the game. That's the thing. Like, no, for I'm sure. talking about the next week. I know yeah. you are. No, I, I know. can't think anybody else other than you mentioned Eric Murray. Murray's the only one. Yep. Same. I, and there might be somebody else. So I'll yeah. say generally they yep. don't come back. And, uh, and, and that you're right. I hadn't thought about that, but everything goes on with those other guys I do with him. And then I'll have another game breaker, which is going to be, one of their needs in all season because I'm figuring Robert Woods is going to be a one and done. And um, but uh, anyway, my next one is going to be uh, Dalton Schultz. Last two games, he looks like he's had a a developing a really good relationship on the field with C.J. Stroud. And he had, I think, seven or eight catches today. He had the touchdown, their only touchdown. Had a couple of big third down catches. But for the first time these last two weeks, he looks like a guy that they that's worth the nine million dollars, and now we know why they went out because when they couldn't throw the wideouts, they started finding uh, Schultz. Seven catches, sixty-five yards. His most productive day as a Houston Texan. We had him on the post-game show today, John. Um, and I'll tell you what I liked about Dalton Schultz. Unlike a lot of the guys we've gotten on the post-game show after losses the last couple of years, he seemed to take it really hard. The loss. Like he he seemed like genuinely pissed off about losing the game. Good the game today. Yeah. Well, and we and I'm not here to say like guys we've had on the post game show don't care about winning or whatever. But I I do think there's been this sort of resignation over the last couple of years that like well 
this team's just bad. And if we're losing, it doesn't really matter. And I think that's been, I think that has been reflected with some of the players. That's what disappointed me, honestly, about some of the rookies they would bring in who are great players and really intense players, but they didn't seem like losing hurt enough after these games. Um, and to, to do an interview today with Dalton Schultz, who seemed legitimately peeved that they lost a game, a, a game that was so winnable, John, you know, so many opportunities that, that the defense specifically gave to the offense. And he brought that up. He's like, man, the defense gave us the ball twice in the second half. And we came away with three points total on those, on those plays. You know, if you count the, the two, the two punts at the end of the, of the, at the end of the first half where the defense was able to hold the Falcons from even attempting a field goal, they only cashed in on three points from both of those two with pretty good, you know, the, the, with, with decent field position. So, um, so anyways, I, uh, I like the fact that, uh, that Dalton Schultz, if part of signing him is the veteran influence, I know part of it is that he can catch the football, but a part of it too is just the kind of the, the veteran influence that he brings. If the influence that he brings is he's pissed off after this game, I liked hearing that today. I think everybody likes him. He comes from a winning team and the Cowboys, and they're getting more and more comfortable with him. Yep. All right, last one for stock up. Let's go Texans run defense, John. It's not been good for most of the season, and it was actually really, really good today against uh, Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier. Um, they ran those two guys almost the same number of times today. Uh, Bijan Robinson, I know he scored the touchdown on the little shovel pass down near the goal line. He was largely a non-factor today, though, John, Bijan Robinson. I thought the Texans did a good job. Uh, maybe give a mini stock up within this stock up for Khalil Davis for forcing the fumble by Bijan Robinson. And while we're at it, give a mini stock up within a stock up to Dylan Horton for jumping on that ball. Good to see a couple guys at the back of the rotation creating a play like that for you Khalil Davis is actually Khalil Davis has been good since training camp when he didn't make the team I was kind of I was not shocked because he was a street guy that they brought in but I do feel like when Khalil Davis is on the field he he, he shows up more than your average fringe roster guy and that was cool to see him make a play today he did that in preseason remember he yeah. might have been their best defensive lineman he got a lot of playing time but yep. I like him I hope he stays I hope he stays on the roster I do too. So I think they, I think they did a good job. Hopefully that bodes well, John, for next week because Alvin Kamara had a pretty good game today for the New Orleans Saints. Saints, their car looked good. They ran the ball well. They looked like the team everybody picked to win the uh, NFC South. <laughs>